just I just I just speak my peace keep my peace What's good, y'all? Welcome to episode 111 of the Speak My Peace podcast. As always, I'm your gracious host, Greg Lacey. Like we always do about this time, I hope this episode reaches you all a good health. Hope that you take care of yourself and your loved ones, as we know how important that is. Man, episode 111. I can't believe we've made it this far. Um... I definitely wouldn't have would not have made it without you all. So thank you all for pushing me and propelling me forward with this uh, podcast, with this platform, with this this outlet of of speaking my thoughts and and give you all my my opinions on different things going on in the world and share my experiences um, on this on this earth with you all and you all taking to it and in the conversations that have been generated from it. I, I'm I'm very appreciative of it. I, I know I've said it a lot. But I am very appreciative of um, what has grown from this platform that I created four years, almost four years ago. I know episode 100 is supposed to be that monumental milestone for this podcast. Um, during episode 100, I told you all the reason why I didn't choose it, because I was waiting for episode 111. And that episode crept up on because here we are, episode 111. I specifically chose 111 because I don't know. It's like one has been a reoccurring theme of my life. I've spoken about it in the past about like just being an athlete. And I don't know. I guess everyone, you know, being an athlete, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever the case may be, the number that you choose, like when you finally get to choose your, your own number. For me, the number picked me. But for some people, you know, numbers have significance behind them, whether that's like it represents the, the date that. You know, someone who's very close to you was born. Maybe it represents the date someone very close to you died. Maybe it represents the number of members in your family, number of members in your household, whatever the case may be. For me, it wasn't none of that. It was just the number chose me. So growing up, my favorite basketball player was Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady wore the number one. I always have been a big fan of Kevin Garnett as well. He wore the number 21 as well as Tim Duncan growing up. So like those are like my my earliest relationships with the number one or a variation of number one started with basketball. Um, as I began to play basketball, you know, when you're young, you don't really get to choose numbers. Um, but when you get older and you start to play, you know, travel um, sports, you start to get into middle school, you start to get to high school, different things like that. You begin to, you know, have say so over the numbers you wore. So I wore 21. Uh, 21 is my favorite number. That is a, the specific number that that chose me. But as I got older and going through many other different things in life, I started to realize that, you know, 21 was my favorite number. But there was something about just iterations of the number or variations of the number one that I liked as well. Um, and just the numbers that I had grown accustomed to, there was like some variation ending with the number one. Not to go on a long tangent, but I've worn, you know, 21 all my life up until my sophomore year of high school. Sophomore year of high school, I'm changing schools, um, playing for a brand new program, and the number 21 wasn't available for, for me. The number One of the numbers that was available was another number that was ending in one, which was 31. And so I chose that number my sophomore year. Junior year, I got back to 21. Senior year, I wore 11. It's weird, you know, speaking about numbers and have a relationship with numbers, but and my relationship is not, I know people have like, you know, spiritual, some people also have religious 
um, relationship with numbers and things like that. Mine is none of that. And I really haven't really discovered, you know, what my relationship with number was. And probably sounds weird going on a rant to start this podcast off. But I'm just giving you all the significance behind the reason why I waited to 111. Um, get back on track. I realized, like, you know, after my senior year and I that I wore that number 11 and then a sophomore year I wore 31, but also number 21 being my favorite number, then my favorite player wore number one. I realized that it wasn't just the number 21. It was iterations of numbers ending with the number one that I had like grown a liking to. Um, so I never really discovered that relationship. I still have it to this day, but I know that like when I choose numbers or it's certain things about seeing numbers or those numbers being displayed to me that, it just, I don't know that like, it's, it's really difficult to explain, but if I had to choose a number each time I'm going to choose, you know, if it's a two digit number, it's going to be a number that end in 21. I mean, it ends with one. And so as I'm recording this podcast, not even knowing that I will ever even get to episode 111, um, but just me being in where I am in my life and this falling in this season of the podcast, I felt like it was perfectly aligned with what's going on. And the reason why I say that is because some people um, who are of uh, spiritual beliefs, they say that um, the number the number one, one, one represents um, new beginning, new beginning. I think it's like new beginnings or a new cycle. Um, and that's. Like when I started this season of this podcast is what I detailed to you all in episode 98. It's just like me um, venturing out to new beginnings of my life, starting new cycles of my life. And here we are. A hundred, not a hundred. Um, here we are 13 episodes in, not counting the bonus episodes I give you all. Um, and I'm like really deep in this new cycle of my life that I detailed you all that I was going through a couple months ago. So the significance of this episode number falling within this season, I felt like it was too great to pass upon it. And so we're going to use this episode to speak upon it. But we can't speak about episode and the significance of, of 111 um, without speaking about the journey and how we all got here. This podcast started four years ago. You all are probably tired of hearing a story, but it really started as just a hobby. I, I had a summer um, in New York where I really didn't have anything to do. I didn't have a job. Um, I was in school at the time, but that summer, for some reason, I couldn't get any courses that I needed. So I just had like a lot of free time on my hand. And at this point in my life, I wasn't active on social media. So I felt like I didn't have an outlet to just speak on things that I normally would turn to social media um, to speak about. And so I channeled all of that desire. I channeled all of that need to like speak about certain things, to voice my opinion on certain things, and to creating this platform. Um, the podcast in itself, as far as like the first episode, it probably could have been created a whole month earlier than this year. We're coming up on four years of the Speak One Piece podcast. It could have been started a whole month earlier, but it was just me just trying to perfect things. Um, if you all remember in the beginning, I had an intro that was 30 seconds long. It took me maybe 50 episodes to figure out that people don't want to listen to a 30 second long episode. I mean, 30 second long intro. I need to cut that down to maybe 10 seconds or less. But there's the process of even like I had the topics that I wanted to speak about in this podcast well before I even recorded that first episode. 
but I didn't want to put out a product that didn't seem unpolished. And that has been me in my entire life. I hate things that seem unpolished, things that seem unorganized, and things that seem unprofessional. And so I spent maybe about a month trying to produce an intro for this podcast before I even recorded the podcast, like literally trying to make a beat from scratch. And it just, for whatever reason, like I was not happy with what, I, like I, I made a lot of progress. Mind you, me, I'm not a producer. I never made a beat in my life ever, um, despite how big of a fan of a music of music I am and how you know engulfed I am in music and the production of music and different things like that. I've never made a beat in my entire life. So this was the first time I ever even tried to create a beat. And it took me about four months to even get to the place where I wanted to get. After three weeks of like working on this one beat, I just stepped away from it for for whatever reason. I stepped away from just like creating that beat and creating that outro and put this podcast on the back burner. One day I'm listening to. um, I forget the name of that album, but it's a common album. It's it's black and it has his um, it's black and it has his face. It's like I think it's like half of his face, but the album cover is black and half and half half of his face. There's a song on that album featuring Vince Staples that uses the speak my piece. Um, it chops up that I just speak my piece. It chops up that vocal of Biggie's in that song. Um, and so as I'm listening to the song, it just spoke to me like, oh, wait, because at that time I didn't even have. So I was trying to make a beat, didn't really have a um, a title for the podcast or anything like that. I just knew I wanted a podcast to speak about certain things. And so I'm listening to that song. I hear that vocal chopped up. And in that moment, I had the title of my podcast. It was Speak My Peace Podcast. Not knowing I was going to use that vocal for my intro, but I had my title for my podcast. And once I had that title, everything else started to really fall in place as far as like what because when I first started this podcast, I wanted to speak about sports. I want to speak about music. I want to speak about what's going on in the world and different things like that. Um, and I was doing that in the earlier episodes and I got away from it because those episodes were way too long and I just didn't want to have those long of episodes. So I've gotten away from it. But initially, that's what this podcast was created for. Once I got that title from that chopped up vocal, I realized the direction that I wanted to go with this podcast was speaking about those things, but mainly focusing on what's going on in the world. From then, I started to you know tailor the episodes I was going to release, and now I had a new. I feel like I've had a new breath of uh, of creativity, and I went back into recreating the beat. I tried again to create like original beat, no samples or anything like that, and then I realized that wait, I have something now. Now I can just go take that vocal from the original song and try to mix it in into what I have. And so this is taking you all just to my creative process and how we got to where we are. So I took that vocal from itself, chopped it up to the specific part that I needed. It was just speak my piece that y'all hear in the intro. And then the beat that I was working on, at the, actually the beat that I was working on at the time, I erased it and started a whole new beat. So this whole intro that y'all hear is crafted by me, um, one of the least creative people that you will ever meet, but someone who has a will and determination to, to, to get things out of their head. Um, and the reason why I'm somewhat creative, I'm going to say the least creative, but I grew up in a house with someone who was very creative, my older brother. Um, I have a, my youngest brother. 
he's very creative. Um, and so when I think of creativity, I compare just seeing, you know, people do things from scratch and I've seen my brother do things from scratch my entire life and seeing how he goes through his creative process and the finished product of, of the things that he starts from scratch. And I compare myself to that. But I mean, honestly, creating this intro, I have some form of creativity because it's like it didn't just come out of nowhere. This I didn't have any help with this intro, things like that. Long drawn out. But that was the journey to even start the podcast. As we started the podcast, I was speaking about things that I was like didn't have an outlet to speak about four or five years prior to that just because I wasn't so active on social media. The outlet that I had used for so many years of my young life at that point um, to speak about certain things. But now I had this platform. I had this weekly platform to speak about it. The scariest thing in this process was was honestly whether people was going to listen or not. And I don't exactly remember when I got over that hump of, of people not listening because the second episode, which was recorded after the late rapper XXX Tentacion was uh, murdered. I got a like I got a lot of attention from that second episode. So the first episode, it was it was a dud. I mean, be honest with you all. But it was the first episode. Like people don't know me for speaking publicly. People don't know me for for doing things like I don't know myself for doing things like that. But I put myself out there. I, I broke that barrier. I, I broke that wall that I had used for my entire life to guard myself. From, from things like this. So I wasn't really expecting much from that first episode, but the fact that people were pressing play was enough for me. But that second episode was a topic that really was that that came from my heart. And I haven't listened to it in a long time, but I know just the emotions I was going through with, you know, my brother's death still being fairly new to me. And as far as me dealing with the emotions and me dealing with the aftermath and me just coming to terms, my brother not being here. Um, it was only two years removed from, um, my brother's murder. And so to see that young rapper murdered, um, and seeing his life taken away, I know I had a lot of emotions recording that, but it was, it was very sincere. So the attention, um, the conversations I had from that episode, it wasn't a surprise, but it came in an influx at that time because again, that first episode, I didn't really have too many listeners. They didn't know how people would take to it, whatever the case may be. But that second episode, people really, really began to um, tune into Speak My Peace podcast. So now I had this, I had this task to 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 gain, not to gain, to retain these listeners because I don't want to go back to where I was in the first episode, and I didn't really do it well because at that point I didn't have a plan. Let me tell y'all one thing about life. No matter what you want to do, no matter what you want to venture out to, whether it's old, whether it's new, whether it's just an experience, if you don't have a plan, you are moving recklessly out here. And I mean recklessly in a sense of you don't have a point A to point B. And if you don't have a point A to point B, you can't really expect much in that in-between because you don't even know where you're going in the first place. And what the first place is, you don't know where you're starting. The second place is, if you don't know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're starting, if you don't know where you're going, you're really just moving out here aimlessly, hoping that something to stick. And that's where I was in the, in, the, in the beginning of this podcast. It was like, okay, these things are going on in this world. I have a platform now. I can speak about it. And I thought that that all it was. It wasn't no plan about, okay, I'm going to 
do this. I'm going to strategically do this. I'm going to plan this episodes. I'm going to talk about this topic. I'm going to get this person here. I'm going to use social media for this. It was none of that. It was literally me recording in my um, apartment in Queens, New York, and just releasing the episodes. As seasons began to go on, I started to learn from each season. So that first season ended and I realized, okay, these are the sort of things that people are taking to. I had a couple episodes in there that they were planned. I had uh, some of them where they were just baseless and I was just shooting spitballs at the wall. But I seen, you know, how the listenership was going up and down based on the topics. So the second season. Damn, I don't remember exactly that second season, but that second season, I improved on that. The second season is when I really started to to strategically plan the episodes as far as like the layout of the episodes not strategically plan on social media or things like that but just strategically plan the layout of the episodes and so i proved that in season two season three that was prior to this probably one of the most emotional seasons because if you all remember at uh in between season two and season three i had taken a break damn was it between season two and season three or season three and season four I recorded so many damn episodes, y'all, that I don't remember. But I believe season three was when I had taken a break because I had moved back from New York. Uh, I had moved home back from New York, had been home for six months, couldn't find a job. And it began to take a toll on me um, emotionally because it was like, honestly, I just felt like I felt hopeless. I felt like, you know, I, I, I made the decision to come back home. It's not working out for me. Did I you know, make the wrong decision to come back home and was I actually, you know, working towards my dream. If I got the season wrong, what I'm telling you all right now was pointless, but I believe, yeah, that was season three. Okay. So forgive me. I'm talking to myself in my head, but so I went through all that in that season and I was like trying to push through it. And for a while I did, um, I, I remember taking a break during that season as well, but for a while I did was was really just like pushing through it and, and, and trying to get through it. I took a long, extensive break when I finally got hired, when I finally found a job because I was having a hard time trying to make time for myself, being a new employee somewhere, having to commute to work and then come home and different things like that. Um, but season three was a very trying season. I learned a lot from there because that was probably the hardest season I had as far as like retaining people. Um, the things that I spoke about, um, me breaking down that wall and being vulnerable with you all. Cause up to that point, I didn't really, you know, give myself to my listeners. The only time I really did was speaking about my brother's death. And I believe in an earlier episode. Um, but actually I had another one. I had episode 24 where I spoke about, uh, that person that I was dating at that time, um, calling the police on me. That's neither here nor there. That's in the past. But those are probably like my two most vulnerable episodes through about 60 episodes up to that point. So two out of 60. And so when I got to season three and I started dealing with those emotions and, I, and for a while I was trying to fight them because again, I'm, I'm a black male come from a ghetto, um, really, Emotions are not something that is commonly discussed. Emotions are not something that's outwardly dealt with. Um, mental health is not, you know, a common subject matter within the neighborhood I come from, um, within the family I come from. Like, I never really can't think of having a conversation with anyone in my family ever um, about mental health. And it's not to talk down on my family, but it's just like that's common amongst most black families, especially from neighborhoods that 
my family comes from. Um, but to get back to what I was saying, that was the most vulnerable I had gotten because I tried my best to fight those emotions I was going through to a point to where it was like, I can't fight it anymore. I had to let you all know what I'm going through and the reason why these episodes are going on where they was going. And so that was season three, the most trying, but also the most eye-opening in terms of, okay, I can you know do more of this going forward. The end of season three, I took a break, came back season four, the beginning of this pandemic because I was working from home. I had more time at home. I ended season three because I really just couldn't figure out a way to um, just create time for myself as far as like creating, as far as recording, editing, working, commuting, um, keeping my health intact, working out having a personal life and different things like that, it was really hard to juggle all those things. And so I came back season four because I was working from home and I had more time to delve into these things. Season four is probably one of my most proudest because I was, it It really, season four is what dictated the direction of this podcast. I had spoken about a lot of pro-black things prior to season four, but season four was like, it was so in our face that that's all I could really speak about. We had the murder of, 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 of George Floyd. We had the murder of Atatiana Jefferson. We had the murder of Breonna Taylor. Uh, we had the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. And so we're speaking about a lot of things that I have been holding in for so long, but a lot of things that I felt like I was passionate about as far as like bringing injustices to light and bringing our side of the story to light. Because a lot of times we have people reporting on these deaths and they don't really see us as human beings. And so it's kind of really hard to get the human factor of what's going on. And they're just reporting, they're just reporting their job, no empathy for the person who life was lost or the family or whatever the case may be. And so that probably was one of my most proudest seasons. Um, well, it was my most proudest season um, just because of the attention. Like I, the listenership I have for this podcast really increased in that season because of what we were speaking about and what you all allowed me to speak about Um so I'm definitely proud of that season. And then here we are, season five. Definitely the most vulnerable um, season to date. I feel like the majority of these episodes have been me pouring my heart out to you all, just detailing different things I have gone through in my life, detailing different things that I am going through. Um, we've had a couple episodes where I got back into the old format to where I'm just reporting on things that's going on around the world. But I think the thing that's making this episode so not this episode, sorry. The thing that's making this season so great is that I'm able to be vulnerable with you all more vulnerable than ever. And there is no guard as far as the things that I'm speaking about. And honestly, going back into the significance of number one, 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 um, think about the, the new beginnings and the new cycles and new things of life that all started with me seeking therapy. Um, I don't think that I would be as comfortable with speaking about the things that I'm speaking about had I not sought out therapy and therapy to be going as well as it has been. Um, I think I'm like, I'm like six months in to this. Cause I started, I started in October and we're going into May um, next week. So had I had not sought out that outlet, had this outlet not had worked with me, I don't think that I would have turned to you all and use these episodes um, to do so. So I think it's when I think when I was speaking about alignment, the fact that in between the end, the in between the seasons breaks between season four and season five, I was able to find that outlet and get some guidance and get some help and just really just speak about different things 
and then come here, I felt like it, it was perfect that this episode number aligned in this season. Because without that, there wouldn't be no this. And I'm extremely grateful for that. Now, I, I spoke about it a couple of episodes. I try to speak about it each episode. Seeking help for, for your mental health, no matter what we're going through, it's I'm telling you all, it pays off. I know a lot of times it's, it's, it's not affordable for a lot of people. Like what I pay for therapy, I pay a lot for each session. I'm not going to lie to you all. Um, but I'm grateful that I'm in a position in my life to where I can afford what I pay for my therapy sessions. Um, I know people who have paid less. I have a conversation with people who have paid less. There's also, you know, alternatives. Like you just have to look and do the research as far as like finding very cheap options or finding options that are free. Um, but they are definitely out there. You just got to do the research. But I think that um, without that, that we wouldn't have this season that we are in. And I'm extremely grateful that I had to go through that experience so that I can give you all, pour myself out to you all. Um, another thing, you speaking about you all, I wouldn't be here in episode 111 if y'all didn't propel me to keep going. Like I can release this episode. I, in the beginning of this, I was very affected in the listenership um, each week. Like to the point to where it was just like I'm looking every minute to see whether I got a new listener or whatever the case may be um, when I release the episode. Now, I don't care as much because I'm getting the feedback that I need outside of the listenerships. And that's fine with me. But I was very obsessed with that in the beginning of um, this podcast. And when I turned that corner and not care more, it kind of helped me as far as flowing with these episodes, flowing with the topics I need to speak about. And it allowed things to be a lot easier in terms of, of moving forward. But without you all, I wouldn't be able to keep going. I'm be quite honest with you. Not even just in terms of listenership, but just the feedback I get from it. Like I release these stories in general. You know, you open yourself up to people. The most common reaction from yourself when you open up to people is 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 I mean, the most common, not reaction, the most common emotion is, is fear because you're not sure how people are going to react and you're letting yourself go. You're letting your, your guard down and you fear the reaction. You're not sure you're going to get the reaction that you want. You're not going to sure you're going to get the opposite of that reaction. You're not sure you're going to get the reaction at all. And so I'm releasing these podcasts. I'm releasing these episodes to the world. Not really knowing the reaction I'm going to get, but a lot of reaction I get is, is people who've gone through similar experiences, people who may be going through this, that, whatever I'm going through at that same time, they listen to that episode and they are confiding in me and letting me know that how much they appreciate um, me speaking about these things because, you know, they may be dealing with the same battle or going through the same journey that I um, have been through or, or that I am going through. And that is enough to keep me going um, again. 111 episodes is a lot. And so for me to continue to do this, there has to be something that propels me to do it. It's not the money. I'm not making money off of it. I'm doing it for free. Um, it's not the, the listenerships. Um, I think that my listenership could be greater than what it is at the moment. And so if it was a listenership, I would probably get an insurmountable um, amount of listeners than what I am getting. But even with that, like I'm grateful for for one click listening to this uh, this podcast. But what's really keeping me going is, is y'all. Um, 
thinking about my words been spread across the globe. Like two of my most consistent listeners I know because I check just like geography and things like that. Two of my most consistent listeners of the Speak of the Speak My Peace podcast are in um, Germany and Belgium, Brussels, Belgium, and Frankfurt, Germany. I don't know anyone personally in those two places, but there are two people who continue to listen to this podcast in those two places. I don't know who y'all are. I wish y'all reach out to me, have a conversation with me. Um, But if y'all don't want to, that's fine. I'm fine with anonymity as well. But I'm very appreciative of y'all. And that's not the only two countries that this podcast is played in, but those are the two most consistent countries that this podcast is played in. Again, I know because I listen, I mean, because I I watch just my viewership and watch the trends um, with certain episodes and certain topics I speak about or certain things like that. But I know it's two people in those two places that listen to every episode consistently. Again, I don't know who they are, but the fact that people abroad are listening to this podcast listen to this young kid from Compton California speak about things that are near and dear to his heart um, detail his life detail his journey detail things that are that he's dealing with at the moment um, that type of love you can't measure it and so I appreciate you all for that speaking about love my family man my family keeps me going as well like I get a lot of support from my family with this with this podcast um, venturing out and doing this I say this, my family is full of entrepreneurs. Like you can think of any service that you may need. And I promise you, I have a family member that probably owns a business that does that specific service that you need. So with that, it becomes overwhelming and supporting, you know, so many different people venturing out, doing so many different things. But my family does that. They show up, show up for each other time and time again, despite what people are doing. And so there was never a doubt in my mind when I started this, 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 this platform, this podcast that my family would support me because that's just who they are. Um, but just the overpouring love that they showed me with me speaking about different things. Um, and maybe I may have spoken in, you know, in episodes about my experience that may have dealt with a certain family member, whether that's my cousin, whether that's my sibling, whether that's my mother, whether that's my father, whether it's my grandparent, um, whatever the case it may be, for me to have their support to continue to speak openly about things um, in my life, I think that that is enough to continue to push me to keep going. Um, because I know that no matter what, if no one listen, somebody in my family is going to listen to this podcast. Um, and that is enough for me to keep going. My goal with this podcast, when I first started, again, it was just a hobby, so I didn't really have a goal. And as things progressed and things, I saw the landscape of the world and how people were um, attracted to podcasts, I realized I could turn this thing into something bigger than what I even imagined. But one of my main underlying goals is really to express to, to young people that, you know, it's okay to speak about certain things because I know I didn't have this example when I was growing up. I want my younger cousins to understand that, you know, you can speak about different things to be vulnerable, about different things. You can be emotional, especially for my male cousins, and still be masculine. Like there's no there's nothing wrong with expressing your feelings. Actually, there's something wrong with not expressing your feelings, something wrong with bottling those things up because it affects you negatively. It drains you. First of all, I'm telling you all just from experience, bottling things up and keeping it inside of you, it drains you. But not only that. 
it affects the relationships you have with people, um, whether that's friendships, whether that's romantic relationships, whether that's um, relationships within your family or wherever the case may be. Those things that you continue to bottle up is creating these invisible guards that you don't ever realize that are that you're putting up. But it's like preventing you from giving your whole self to people. And it took me, I'm not going to disclose my age, but it took me a certain amount of years to even get to this point that I am at now. And I didn't get to this point until I got a couple months before the age I just turned in February. But when you release these things, when you open yourself up to people, when you let those guards down, it is such a freeing experience. And I encourage it to all. But to get back to not to get off topic, but speaking about the goals is like, that's one of my main goals is that if nobody listens to this podcast, I hope that my nephews, hope that my younger cousins, hope that my, my nieces, I hope that my siblings, um, shit, I hope my parents, they listen to this and understand that, you know, it's okay to let certain guards down. It's okay to speak to people about certain things. It's okay to speak about things just in general, because that experience in itself is, is so gratifying. Um, and in this journey of life, we need different things like that. So as we get out of here, it's crazy that we are 30 minutes in because I definitely was shooting for this episode to only be 21 minutes. Um, I wanted it to be 11 minutes, but once I got to six minutes of this episode, I knew that it was going to be 11 minutes. So I tried to get it to 21 minutes because that's significance of that number one. But we're 30 minutes into this episode and I didn't really expect it to last as long. But I also did not expect this podcast to last as long. So here's to the future of creating better versions of ourselves creating better environments for the people around us, um, creating better environments for the generations behind us, and chasing our dreams. I don't know about y'all, but I know for me, one thing that propels me and to keep going every day is knowing that I have a dream, knowing that I have a goal that I have to reach. Um, if I didn't have that, I would be moving out here aimlessly, and I honestly don't know what I'll be doing in my life if I was moving aimlessly. So here's to continuing to have dreams no matter how old you are. Here's to having goals and, and setting up things and expecting things from your future and manifesting things for yourself for your future because that is important. Um, as we get out of here, damn, I don't have a what to watch for this week because I didn't even think about it. Actually, I'm going to be lazy and I'm going to plug one of the shows um, on Apple TV+. Plus. So as we got out of here, my what to watch for this week is Severance on Apple TV Plus. If you have Apple TV Plus subscription, um, definitely watch Severance. If you don't sign up for the free trial, we haven't used it yet. It is definitely a great show. That's the Pigment Peace podcast for this week. I'm out.